hey, it's me. I'm calling the Western Conference here. Do they know that it's okay to pick up the phone and buy? Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Lockdown Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me today. This is the time of year where everyone has their tweet notifications turned on for Elliot Friedman, Jeff Merrick, and really any other insider that has an ounce of credibility. I'm so excited to uh, kind of ring in this week with you and get the ball rolling here. I think that it's been a little slow in the West. Things are, you know, they're selling. They're not exactly buying. So we are going to go over that today. And of course, please remember to subscribe to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. It's free. Uh, Audible, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube. It's really nice to comment and leave a nice little review and a five-star rating that helps. It helps the show a lot. So thank you very much for hanging out with us, or I guess just me today. (laughs) So Timo Meyer's gone. Tarasenko is gone. Patrick Kane or Jacob Chitrin are probably next. But who's buying? Because everyone is going east. The Eastern Conference continues to be the more dominant conference, and I think that it's fair to say that. And, you know, if you don't think so, then I'd suggest looking at points percentage and maybe watching some Eastern Conference games. But I I appreciate the general managers that are leaving some trades for Friday that are going to, you know, give us something to look forward to. Um, you know, maybe someone's holding out on Patrick Kane or Eric Carlson, and they're just saying, eh, well, actually, let's kind of tweak this. What if we do this instead? And of course, you're playing phone tag, and it's it's not easy. It's not easy to navigate. And I think the biggest shocker for me is the fact that no one really in the Pacific Division is buying. Apparently, Vancouver is making cap space for Patrick Kane, Um, I don't know how realistic that is. I I think that could be interesting, uh, especially if they go ahead and move Besser. Um, Could that be like a one-for-one trade? Maybe. Maybe Vancouver would have to, you know, retain some salary or whatnot. But who who can predict this stuff? Well, I mean, obviously the insiders because they have the inside scoop. But... I would love to be a general manager in the NHL because you get to like basically be one giant gossip girl group chat uh, after the Tanner Janot trade last week or, or sorry, last week. It was like two days ago now. Um, I guess a bunch of general managers were uh, talking to each other and the insiders saying like, what an overpayment. Why would you do something like that? So, you know, You know the girlies be talking, you know that they're fighting in the DMs, and I think that that's incredible because it's like having a giant group chat with all of your coworkers, and who doesn't love some good gossip? I, 
would love to see. Now that Timo Meyer is gone, the Sharks really should also consider trading Eric Carlson. I know that he has the no movement clause. I know that that salary is absolutely disgusting. And I don't really think Mike Greer did a good, I mean, nailed the Timo Meyer trade. I think that he could have gotten, absolutely gotten more, uh, especially for roster players. But it's not, um, it's not something to not think about, I guess, you know, I think that it could be um, something worth looking into because the, <laughs> the sharks aren't going anywhere. They are the tank. They are the shark tank. And it's going to be a while before they start competing again and being anything worthwhile. And it's a shame to say that because in 2019, they were so close going to the Stanley Cup. And then, of course, you know, the Blues did. But it, and the Blues have also had a quite the fall from grace. So it just goes to show you that you can blink and snap your fingers and your window can be shut. Um, I really am surprised that the Kings haven't really done any sort of trades uh you know I think that they are absolutely going to make the playoffs I think they've had such a sustainable run that it just makes sense at this point and they're really a better team than um some of the Pacific Division um I didn't have them making the playoffs uh in my actually no I did in my power rankings this year before the season but why why not go after a forward like Anthony declare to help the offense and can they do something by adding to the defense you know there's we we talk about this every week with when Nick's on adding a defenseman is vital adding a forward is vital if you're a legitimate contender don't forget that the uh LA Kings took Edmonton to seven games last year so they they can lose they know how to lose but they also know how to force a playoff series and extend it. The Flames, oh, the Flames. They are still in a very odd spot and probably will be until after uh, free agency. And we're going to talk more about the phone calls that Brad Tree Living is allegedly fielding today. And apparently one of them is for one of the team's many new dads. And coming up next, uh, we are going to tell you about one of our uh, sponsors that is a great, great addition to your life. And that is, of course, AG1. If you want to protect your immune system and bolster that brain health, gut health, it tastes good, too. So you don't have to worry about that. Now is the time to get AG1. And with AG1, you're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. So you're getting a lot of good things in just one scoop for your water every day. And of course, you know, with AG1, it's less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health. And that's about half the price of my Starbucks drink. So, you know, you can start investing in long-term results instead of some immediate uh, rejuvenation in the morning. And you're investing in 
an all-in-one nutritional insurance, which is great because you, there are so many things that AG1 is not fighting, but um, giving to you. And Athletic Greens is a climate neutral certified company. In 2020, AG1 or AG, Athletic Greens purchased carbon credits that support projects protecting old growth of rainforests. And for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including no kid hungry in the United States. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition. And that's just one scoop of water, one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And thank you everyone for uh, hanging out with me today on Locked on Flames. Uh, make sure that you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. Um, it, it would be a disservice as a general manager to not be taking phone calls. I think that it's, you know, it's obviously part of the job. And it's something that, you know, if teams are interested, you got to find out what they're willing to pay. I think... Uh, you know, Elias Lindholm's name has been floating around uh, the market, according to our good friend over at 32 Thoughts, Elliot Friedman, and same with Backlund to Foley and Hannafin. So it's uh, pretty much all the Uf- UFAs in 2024. Um, again, this is a situation that the Flames really need to sit down and think hard about because... They missed an opportunity in 2019 to go out and do something more long-term and not a win-now construction of a roster. And if you're moving Elias Lindholm, it makes sense because especially, uh, you know, he's going to want to get paid. He's going to want to get paid, and I don't think that the Flames – cap space is going to uh, really allow them to keep all of these UFAs. And could this be a situation where we see Backlund retire? I don't know. Who knows? And to fully, you know, he's 30, so he's probably going to, you know, still want to make around that 5 million mark. And Noah Hannafin, defensemen make good money, especially, especially as a second pairing defenseman or first pairing defenseman some nights. So, you know, it's not, he's, he's going to take a look at who, you know, who he's comparable to. His agent is going to do a great job negotiating and do what he has to do. That Again, that's the agents doing their job. And these general managers are doing their job. I get it. It is unfortunate when you have to think about the team trading away one of your favorite players or someone that, you know, does a great job with production. Dylan Dubé's name's out there as well. And I've said every trade deadline since I've started hosting this show, Dylan Dubé would be someone I would look to trade because he has very attractive qualities about his game and especially with his performance so far this season. It just makes sense to sell. 
and bring something back in return for him. Um, but if you're moving Elias Lindholm, you are moving Nazem Kadri up, right? You're, you're making him your 1C. But what is, you're kind of stuck again without a solidified 2C, unless, you know, you're bringing in someone from like an Adam, like if you're going to promote Adam Razichka or if you're moving up backland, I don't see a world where Trevor Lewis or Milan Lucic, well, actually, yes, I, I do see a world where they could be a second line center. Um, again, things aren't necessarily. <laughs> working for common sense here in this uh organization right now but you know what I mean it's it's just smart to field these phone calls throw a Hail Mary you're still in charge Bradtree Living doesn't have a contract next year so why not do something because you know you're probably not getting an extension don't do something out of spite though because I think a lot of teams would actually love to have Brad Tree living in their front office. I think that he is truly one of the better GMs in uh, the NHL. I think him and Armstrong are two people that aren't afraid to, you know, kind of put their nose to the grindstone and say, okay, whatever it takes to get this deal done. Which is why I thought that Timo Meyer was going to go to St. Louis because they have three first round picks. And what else are you going to use them for, you know? Um, calling and inquiring isn't, it's part of the journey. It's, it's that time of year. <laughs> There's nothing that you can really, um, not put into it. You know, you could put a lot of, um, thought into it if you want to. I think right now is the time to be listening to Elliot Friedman. I think it's... <laughs> One of those times to make sure that you aren't getting stuck with, uh, you know, duped by some insiders, especially now where you can buy your verification badge. That is very, uh, <laughs> it's not great for days like the trade deadline and free agency. But again, that's Elon's Twitter for you, baby. And I think, again, the Flames need to sell. I don't think that this team is going to make it, if they make the playoffs, they're going to make a first round exit and it's going to be over fast. And then Bradtree Living is probably out of a job. And then Daryl Sutter is getting a promotion. So, you know, you really have to think about the logistics of this. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I say sell at least one of those players. Um, you know, you could probably get a, something decent for Hannafin. Um, I love Noah Hannafin. Uh, I, I don't want him to go, but if it helps the Flames out long term, I think that it would be fantastic. Uh, and coming up next, we are going to talk about a story that was written on the Flames website by Ryan Dittrich uh, and about Dilla Dube and Manji Upani going the distance and putting in that extra work after practice every day. But before we do that, let me tell you about Built Bar. If you are new here, hello, welcome. Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that doesn't have any of the negatives of a candy bar. 
and it's covered in 100% real chocolate. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, like I said, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I don't know how Built Bar does it, but they manage to pack 17 grams of protein in one one bar. So that and that's also 130 calories and four grams of sugar, and that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good for a protein bar. And if you don't want to wait around to get a box, for years we've been talking about ordering them, but now you can head right to your local Walmart or Sam's Club to today to get uh, a box of either cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you are not near a Walmart or Sam's Club, you can uh, head to built.com and definitely place an order. Uh, the bracket for uh, March Madness is coming up very soon on their website. And who doesn't love a good snack bracket? So thank you everyone for hanging out. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Flames. Make sure you have your notifications on. And we're here for you every day. So I'm going to pull up... I'm going to share my screen with you if we are watching on YouTube. Hello, share screen, share screen. So this is an article written on the NHL website, or I guess the Flames website, by Ryan Dittrich. And it's talking about Dubé and Mangiapane just really going that extra distance. And this is something that I think the... um that the Flames have really needed recently. I think that they have needed someone to um, <laughs> kind of just focus on what's going on on the ice and not worry too much about, you know, that noise. I think that it is very obvious that the noise from that Alan Walsh tweet got to them. And that that's fine. I get it. So it says Dylan Dubé and Andrew Mangiapane are two of the hardest working flames or two of the hardest workers in the Flames locker room and have dedicated countless hours to their craft day after day, year after year, dating back to when they first laced up their skates. Surely you've heard the old saying 100 pucks a day every day is what it's like to take to achieve a pro level shot. Well, these two talented wingers have not only taken that cliche to heart, but they've blasted that number to oblivion. These, I love these two so much. When you play a lot of games, you don't get much practice time. So it's about cleaning up on some things I need to work on around the net, said Dubé, who's already <laughs> set a career high with 37 points and is now only three goals away from etching a new best in that column. It's a hard league to score in, so you try to get better around the net when you get opportunities. You've got to finish them. Working on that stuff helps me a lot. Neither Dubé or nor Mangiapane keep count of how many shots they take every day after formal proceedings have ended. Arguing instead, it's more of a feel thing. But Monday's practice easily surpassed the century mark for both. That's wild. They they know, they know that uh, a lot of responsibility falls on them. They are two top six, top nine players, and um, 
Mangiapane hasn't really been pro producing this year. I think he has about 12 goals, and that is not the Mangiapane we saw last year. And, you know, Dylan Dubé has taken such a positive step forward that you're almost expecting more from the guy that did this last year. And I think <laughs> I think that it's just absolutely uh, astonishing that these two players do this every day. I, it's, you know, I'm sure that it is part of their creature of habit things, but um, I just, I really, I appreciate that extra dedication, and I'm sure it doesn't go unnoticed by their head coach, Daryl Sutter. On Monday, practice ended roughly at roughly 11.05 a.m., but, but for many, it was just getting started. For the next 25 minutes, Dubé, Mangiapane, and a host of others, including Jacob Pelletier and Walker Dewar, stayed on the ice to get some extra work in. As usual, though, the two youngsters were the last ones out, carving up the ice long enough to retrieve the milk crate and tidy up the dozens of pucks they repeatedly put through the paces. As for the unlucky soul that has to bend down and bend down and personally fill it by hand, that's usually a punishment of sorts because everything between these two comes comes with an element of friendly antagonism. See, healthy competition is great. It is fantastic. That is something you want to have on a team in a locker room. You want to have players pushing each other to do better. And this is one of those things. And this is it. We always like to compete with whatever we do, whatever type of drill it is. Mangiapane laughed. Associate coach Kirk Muller is usually stirring the pot for us, getting the emotions high. We'll play, we'll usually play some games, hit the post, hit the crossbar and that. Dubes doesn't have a very good record against me. Dubé didn't argue. He's a pure goal scorer. He always beats me, so I'm usually the one storming off the ice. He laughed. Today I made made it a little bit longer, so my pride. So this is my pride and joy today. There's a lot of fights between me and him at the end of practice. A lot of competition. Usually one of us is coming off the ice at that point. It's it's good to have a guy like that you can compete against throughout the year and have some fun against too. There's lots of laughs and some some funny stuff usually happens throughout it. So, again, this is one of those things that um, you, you need to have. Like I said, you need someone, especially, you know, a friend uh, in the workplace that is pushing you to be better, to do better. And there is no reason why um, this shouldn't be looked at as a positive thing. I don't think that this is, like, one of those things where people are, like, why, why is that a thing? But no, like, these two kind of came up around the same time. They're young. Um, and they, they're both fighting for something bigger. Something bigger than just cracking that NHL roster now. And let's see. In the winter, my dad used to build an ice rink for me, Mangiapani said. I used to shoot pucks there through the winter, but in the summer, it was more in the garage. I've got a couple <laughs> couple holes in my parents' garage. I broke a TV in there, bottles. The garage door is still pretty banged up, too. Maybe I should get them a new one. But it looks better with the puck marks on it. 
<laughs> I broke a lot of things in the garage. Nothing too important. But that's where I learned how to shoot. I think a lot of kids do that. And a lot of kids probably get ripped probably ripped apart their parents' house at some point. Ripped apart the windows. Ripped apart some siding at a duvet. My brother and I were a part of that. And I'm sure there's a lot of hockey families with the black puck marks all over their house. That, I love that. I love stories like this because you are getting such an authentic look at, uh, you know, these two players that are putting in extra work on the ice and they are absolutely crushing it. Um, when he talks, when they both talk about the, uh, you know, like shooting in the garage and whatnot, I just, I remember um, my best friend lives across the street from a not, probably not a kid anymore. He's probably a teenager at this point. But uh, he, growing up, he was always at, out in the driveway shooting at uh, his net. And he was, he was actually pretty good. Not going to lie. I mean, I, I'm, I'm no scout. But I'm pretty sure he has earned some sort of spot on a competitive team. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me today on Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Balmasto, and we are here for you, your team, every day. I greatly appreciate it, and thank you so much for hanging out with me. Tomorrow, I am back with Ian McLaren of Locked on Bruins to preview the Bruins coming to town. One of the best, the best team in the NHL on the second half of back to back. We got your players to watch, and maybe we'll get another goalie goal. Also, congratulations to Jacob Markstrom uh, and his partner Amanda, who welcomed their first child today. So that's all, folks. I will see you tomorrow.